from newstalkzb.co.nz. It's the Mike Hosking Breakfast with BNZ. G'day there and welcome to the rewrap for Thursday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB in a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB. And uh, this morning, uh, this whole uh, Matt Lauer not letting people drive all over his property, that's not even really his property. It's complicated. Uh, Trump's trade tariffs that are or aren't making America great again. Is Mike Hosking a money launderer? And if he is, or isn't, why can't he hang his own pictures on the wall? Uh, But before any of that, the one, the only, Jane Fonda. Let me ask you this very simple question. Why don't half of America vote? I mean, even, for goodness sake, even Trump v. Clinton, why don't half of America turn up to vote? That's a good question. Partly, I think it's because they voted, and they voted, and they've gotten a lot of these neoliberals in office, And nothing changed for them. They didn't see any change on the ground. Their lives haven't improved. And so they just throw up their hands. Doesn't matter who wins. Nothing's going to change. Nobody's going to come and try to help me. Um, That's part of it. They just, they feel that it doesn't matter. And and we have to try to help people understand that it does matter, that -hmm. that every vote counts and that it really can make a difference. Because people are really woke now in the u.s i mean that's the one gift that trump has given us he's woken us up Mm. we realize that our our democracy fragile as it was before is really under attack and that we're going to have to fight with everything we have to protect it now you know i'm not going to the talk that i'm going to give when i cross australia and into new zealand i'm not going to focus on politics i just want to say that (laughs) well i i mean i hope she does a bit of it uh but it's a bit like the my husking breakfast we're not just about politics uh, we also um, uh, talk about other big names who come here and they don't buy the property, they lease the property. What is this Matt Lauer situation? It's so out of hand. Lauer's a high-profile target and has become an even bigger and easier target due to the fact he appears to be some sort of sexual creep in the workplace. But surely, if we pause long enough, we can accept that at least in part foreign money is vital to our economy and the rules that operate in these sort of land deals add value to our country and the land itself. Now, in this case... It was a farm in trouble. It was losing money. It needed investment. The rules that apply mean you've got to add value. The country has to gain in a tangible and demonstrable way as a result of the deal. All of that's happened. And here's one of your ironies. Under local ownership, we got no access. Under foreign ownership, we do. And now having got that, as is so often the case, sadly, with these lobby groups, instead of accepting the gains they've achieved, they then try it on again. And suddenly it's unfettered access they want by car. It's not a free-for-all. They're taking the mickey, and we all know it, but they get traction and headlines because, once again, we let our xenophobia get the better of us, and it makes for easy news and finger-pointing. And as Mark Mitchell also pointed out, the farm was put onto the market for all and sundry to have a crack at. Did we take up the opportunity locally? No, we did not. We could have just as easily done what Mount Lauer did, but we chose not to. And yet, having passed on the chance, we then start the campaign of whinging. And if you were the couple running that farm, Looking to get off the land after a lifetime of work, what's your property worth if the only people you can sell it to are us and not a single one of us is interested? It's worth nothing. And what's the point in that? So we have an improved property. We have investment made on the land. We have access we never had before. We have a transaction that would have not have uh, taken place. It's win-win all round. There's, 
There's no downside to the deal. So why can't we see the good news when it's staring at us in the face and celebrate it instead of looking for more trouble? Oh, it's such a complicated story. It's got so many moving pieces. His creepiness. He's foreign. But he's famous. He's rich. We don't like that. It's like trying to figure out trade between the US and Europe. Meantime, in countries that haven't bitten the bullet, they are weighed down with support and lobbyists and subsidies, all of which hide the simple truth. They don't make stuff all that well. Part of Trump's argument, as America gets bad deals, they are taken advantage of. Possibly in part that's true, but the more pertinent truth is that America does not make huge volumes of product the world wants. And so the trade war has begun. Tariffs are hoisted and retaliation is put in place. It is a mad game of brinksmanship and already we're seeing the tangible fallout. Harley-Davidson are moving operations to foreign locales to avoid the import tariffs the Europeans have put on their bikes. And even more tellingly, Trump yesterday announced a $12 billion support program for farmers. Why has he done that? Well, because in a trade war, the, producer of the, the producers of the products, the tariffs are slapped on, are get hurt. China, for example, slapped tariffs on agricultural products like soybeans. China takes most of America's soybean exports. So if you farm soybeans, your products just got more expensive. Therefore, you don't sell as many. Therefore, your income drops. Therefore, you are in financial trouble. So what part of that equation is helping you as an American farmer? What to this point has Trump done that helps your lot? Nothing. He simply made your life harder. So his answer? Aid. And who pays for that? The American taxpayer. Is there any sense in this? None whatsoever. The big question, and I assume this is what Trump is banking on, is where does it end? I assume he's looking for China and the EU to blink, to fold, to crack, to cut America a better deal. He better be right, because this thing has barely begun, and already he's writing checks for $12 billion, and has a large swathe of, you would assume, supporters who didn't see their future involving aid to stay afloat because the bloke running the place just made making a living so much harder. I reckon if you're, if you're waiting for China to blink these days, you're going to go blind. I really don't think China has ever felt the need to blink and or ever will. Um, in spite of that, we've introduced money laundering rules here in New Zealand to stop people from places like China doing what? I don't know, and I don't think Mike does either. My lawyer rings me the other day and goes to me, I say, can we just sign this off and move this along? And, and they go, sorry, we can no longer do any work for you until we have seen from you and I'm open to correction on this, at least a couple of bills, i.e. a phone bill, a rates bill, a water bill to prove who you are, and to confirm you are not a terrorist or a money launderer. And I say, excuse me? I, you know who I am. Yes, no, but the rules have changed as of July the 1st. You cannot, as a lawyer apparently, undertake work for anybody until you have cited that person's bona fides that they are not a money launderer or a terrorist. So you're ringing up Mike Hosking, the uh, the host of <laughs> the biggest radio program in the country, and you're going, Mike, Mike, really? Are you a terrorist? Are you a money launderer? Can I see your water bill, please, or your phone bill? And please bring in your passport for photo ID. Is this going on all over the country, or am I living in a parallel no, no, universe? No, and uh, real estate agents are interested in that as well, especially the money laundering thing. Why? Have you been money laundering again and they caught you? Well, I, I mean, I, obviously, I've tried to, I've just had to cover it up even more than I already was covering it up. So what's a, what's a real estate agent asking you for? Well, because you might be it, it's, it's all part of the buying and selling houses. If, okay. you're, if, if, if you're just doing it to 
you know, wash out that money. So there's been a law change, clearly. Correct. In which they need to confirm, even though they know who you are, that you are not a terrorist or a money launderer. Why, my question is, is I'm not quite sure how your rates bill proves that you're not a terrorist or Correct. a money launderer. Correct. So I show you my water bill and my phone bill, and they go, oh, thank goodness for that then. You're not obviously a terrorist anymore. Does the fact that they know who you are count for anything? Is every lawyer in the country going around filing paperwork with their hundreds of thousands of clients to confirm that, what, how many are money launderers, do you reckon? Three? I'm pretty sure. How many you, terrorists are they going to find? You, you know how they got Al, Cap- Al Capone on tax evasion ah. in the end? I, I think as he was heard to say as they were cutting him off to Alcatraz... <laughs> Uh, that, oh, damn it, why didn't I forge that exactly. water bill? Exactly. Of course, the really annoying thing about that is that we've not got to the bottom of whether Mike's actually a money launderer or not, I don't think. Uh, uh, one thing's for certain, he's never hung his own pictures on the wall. Are you aware that people can no longer leave the ground in this country? So we've got a couple of bits of artwork at home that need to be taken off the wall, and the particular bits of wall at home are at about six metres high. I would guess they're about six metres high, so they're, they're up in the air. So, so we did, of course, have people who put them up there in the first place, and these are people who come, if you're a regular to this programme, you know I have people. I have people hang pictures at my house. So anyway, the person who hangs pictures at my house, we ring up, and we go, um, can you bring them down now? And he goes, not allowed to anymore. Ocean safety rules and insurance rules have changed in this country. I'm not allowed to leave the ground. It is not worth my while to climb a ladder. This is a picture hanger. You've got a reasonably, you've got pretty high ceilings. Could he not get a cherry picker in there? That's what we're going to have to do. Is we're, so we then we're in the moving company and we go, can you come when you, you know, can you come and pull the thing, pictures off the wall? They go, no, we're not allowed to leave the ground. Ocean safety rules, insurance rules, it's not worth our trouble. We do not leave the ground anymore. So we're now down to option number three, which is the window cleaners who still do come around to the house with ladders. So we're hoping one of them is going to be able to clamp up. Isn't that extraordinary that you, you no longer can hire a person in this country to climb a ladder? I've, um, I mean, I've, as I've said to you before, I don't understand why you don't use the guy who does uh, my pictures at my house. Who's that? Me. Very good reason why we don't do that. Yeah, I'll come around with my um, tape measure and my screwdriver and my drill. And um, I don't even require a ladder because usually I just get up on a chair or a bar stool, whatever's handy. Um, and I've only fallen off... <laughs> Nine, ten, eleven times. I'm Glenn ZB. That was the rewrap for Thursday. Uh, pretty random, given that it's only Thursday. Uh, God knows what will happen on Friday. See you then.